is an Odyssey original. This is Coronavirus Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. And if you happen to be here in L.A., you'll know we have this mandate for the indoor spaces. If you want to go to a gym, a movie theater, a restaurant, you got to show proof of being vaccinated. Well, it turns out nobody's been enforcing it. There hasn't been a single fine. And if you took a COVID test recently and are still waiting for the results after two days in L.A., you're far from alone. So we talked to a man who had to wait weeks before a response, and uh, who knows, maybe you have the same situation wherever you happen to be. We start with the vaccine mandate in Los Angeles, which has been in effect, as we said, for about three months, and yet not one business has been cited, not one. This comes after lots and lots of complaints. The city is saying it is focusing more on outreach and education. So with us is Stuart Waldman, president of the Valley Industry and Commerce Association. Now, one would think by now... Uh, that people would be pretty educated on the vaccine rules here. You would think they were. But, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't paying attention. I think, um, you know, a lot of people just do their business and and move along. Uh, So, you know, we still have to make sure that businesses understand uh, what the rules are. I guess, though, where's the excuse for not understanding? Because you're supposed to be going places and everybody's checking. So everyone should have had their, you know, past looked at at least once by now if they're leaving their house. So you know this is happening. And then on the city's part, they said that they were going to find people eventually. uh, And now they've had months to do it. But even after people complain and go to them and apparently say, hey, that, uh, you know, Joe's bar down the street, making that up nothing against Joe's, um, isn't checking, someone should go over there and do something about it, no? Right. Well, you know, if you look at it, uh, there's been 187 complaints, which isn't a lot when you think about the county has 10 million people uh, and the size of the city. So that means most businesses are complying. Uh, I think when the uh, building and safety inspectors are going out, they're talking to the businesses they're making sure they know that if they don't enforce, that they are going to be fined. Well, you don't necessarily know that most businesses are complying. I mean, it's just that a lot of people aren't motivated enough to file a complaint. It's a pain in the neck to do. Uh, it's not that hard. And in the age of social media, people complain about everything. So, yeah, you know, I, I see it all the time. People walking into a a store and seeing somebody without a mask and they take a picture and post it. But going to the the city or the county maybe is different than just, you know, sending them a tweet. I, I, I guess I wonder, too, for some people, if they find a business that isn't checking, then they're just going to not go back to that place if they feel uncomfortable about it. You know, because that's like a personal thing. I'm just not going to go there and uh, they can do what they want to do, even though I don't think it's right. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people who, uh, if if they felt uncomfortable somewhere, they would probably leave or not even go in. Uh, I think if they went to a restaurant that they didn't feel comfortable with, uh, they would probably turn around and, and go. And you know, I've, I I I was shocked the first time somebody asked me for my uh, my card, and and I didn't even think about it. And I knew the law. Uh, and uh, it was a little surprising and caught me off guard. But, you know, I presented my card. The person I was with presented their card, and uh, it, it was relatively smooth. 
Okay, so let's take the bigger question, regardless of what actually is or isn't happening at the moment. Should the city find these businesses eventually if they keep getting complaints and if certain businesses still do not ask patrons for proof of vaccination? Well, so the, the biggest issue there is there are bad actors, and those are the people who put up signs that say, we're not going to check, you don't have to wear a mask, you know, we oppose this rule. Uh, and then there are people who just inadvertently, their staff um, are maybe are just too busy and aren't paying attention uh, or too lazy. And, and so you can't really find a business because they had uh, a staffer who wasn't doing the right thing. Uh, so, you know, who's responsible? Is it the business who's responsible or is it the individual? Yeah, but couldn't you say, and, wait a minute, but couldn't you make that argument for almost any rule? I, I mean, you know, if a, if a business doesn't follow, say, fire regulations, they could always say, well, you know, look, we're just too busy. We didn't notice that the alarm doesn't work. <laughs> I think that's a little different. But, yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the, the business uh, is definitely responsible for everything. But. Uh, fire regulations are, are a lot different than uh, a minimum wage employee standing at the front uh, asking people for their cards. Stuart Waldman there, president of the Valley Industry and Commerce Association. When you go to get tested for COVID, you're supposed to get your results back from the lab within 24 to 48 hours. But a lot of people lately have been waiting longer, in some cases well over a week. And if you're trying to determine if you need to rearrange your life to deal with COVID, uh, that timing isn't going to do you a lot of good. Demand for testing is up. Some of the lab workers, they've been out sick, uh, leading to some of these delays. With us is Keith Jeffries, who runs Computer Up, a technical support company. Keith, you went to get a COVID test earlier this month. How did it go for you? Uh, well, not well. I, I went in there, uh, I believe it was January 5th. And um, it was a free testing site. It was off of one of our streets in Sherman Oaks. There was no line. So I said, let me go on in and get a test. Um, I got my test and they said I would get results within a day or two. I thought maybe with the backlog, it might be three. Well, it is uh, the 27th and I still don't have results. Do you know that it was a legitimate uh, testing place? Because we did a, a segment on the show, when was it, Mike? About two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, a little bit ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about a lot of these places, these sort of And it's hard to tell. Some of the tents have, right. like, a company attached, and some of the tents are just, like, right. tents. Well, some of them are just designed to get personal information from people. Are you sure that this was legit? Well, at the time, uh, I wasn't really sure. They didn't have uh, any kind of a, uh, a corporate logo or company name or lab name, uh, just a sign on the street uh, saying free testing, free COVID testing. And so um, when I didn't hear from them and I went back, I said, who are you guys? They gave me a name. Um, I, I looked up the name and there was, um, I couldn't really find it on the web. So I actually went to the state database uh, of testing labs, found it there, called the number there. That was uh, a housewife somewhere who said, nope, 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 you have the wrong number. Why don't you try this website? And so it was some weird website that was incomplete with a bunch of buttons you press and nothing happens there was a phone number there i call that phone number and basically it just said that uh, the voicemail was full so what's going through your head at that point i'm thinking oh my god they got my information they have my you know i didn't no social or anything like that 
but they have my medical ID number with my provider, uh, my birth date, um, and that's that's everything. So uh, I was a little crazed for a while. Um, other people in the neighborhood, I, I went out to my next door group, and people there said that they did get results. And then eventually I found that, yeah, they probably were fine. And they finally got back to me yesterday <laughs> and said, oh, your DNA sample wasn't good enough. But that was after. Wait, so, so wait a minute. So, so essentially they're telling you you're not going to get a result. Correct. And they didn't tell me that until yesterday. Yeah. So you, 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 you know, uh, what, what you may want to do is, is uh, get in touch with the Department of Health and, and appropriate state agencies and find out more about this particular place that took your test. Because I got to tell you, you know, based on the, the story we did only a couple of weeks ago here, it doesn't sound right. Uh, you know, legitimate places uh, have no problems getting you the tests, and it doesn't take a week or two or however long it was for you to find out if the test was or wasn't accurate. And, you know, you ended up giving personal information to them and you're not even getting a test result. That sounds awfully fishy. Yeah, it did, it did not sit well with me. Uh, uh, I didn't relax until I did find out my, my spouse went there and uh, that test came back okay. Okay, but it didn't even mention the name of the lab. It was a different lab name. So I don't know, maybe there was some confusion there where... It went from one place to another place. They subcontracted uh, the actual testing. Um, something just wasn't right. And maybe they're completely legit, but they're not conducting business right. Doesn't make me feel good with my personal information. So do you have any symptoms now or are you all done with it? Or did you ever oh, have yeah, it? No, I never. You know what? Probably I, would have I been done test- by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been <Yeah>. so long. <laughs> no, no, I never, I never had COVID or any symptoms. I, I test uh, because uh, I do go out to see my clients. And my clients, some of them have come down with it. Um, not right when I was there, but they're there. I want to protect them, and I want to protect me. So I get routine testing just for that reason. Keith Jeffries uh, runs Computer Up Technical Supports Company. Keith, thanks. Yeah, and, and the lesson there is regardless of whether the place uh, he went to was legit or not, you really have to be careful when you go to these places that, you know, like one day they're not there and the next day they're there. We end today's Coronavirus Daily with a story about evading infection. If you didn't know someone who had been sick with COVID before the latest surge, you likely now know at least one person who's had it, and that uh, one person, it might be you. But how do some people avoid infection even after up-close and personal exposure? New research out of the United Kingdom, published in the journal Nature, found that the answer may lie in people being exposed to other coronaviruses in the past, that enabled them to make memory immune cells. And those T cells would offer some protection against this current novel coronavirus. Because while different viruses do cause unique illnesses, they also have some shared characteristics that group them together into the same family. So if you've avoided COVID to this point, you might want to give some thanks to the virus that you crossed paths with a long time ago. You can find this Odyssey original and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thank you.